Welcome back to Your Daily Dose. I'm Bob Codges. Today's podcast is dedicated to the doers of the world, the people who refuse to bow down to the current crisis and who leap into action to make a difference. These are everyday superheroes. Listen in as Nick and I talk about an amazing and heartwarming example of one leader and one effort in our community that really blew me away. I really hope this episode inspires you to become or remain a person of action. Enjoy. I did this thing called Feed the Need uh, about two weeks ago now, I guess. So you, okay. heard, you heard about this? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I'm not okay. sure exactly what that it is. It was created by R.K. Kelly, who is an amazing human being. She's not R. Kelly. Not R. Kelly at all. Great. Uh, the antithesis of R. Kelly. Perfect. This is a smart, respectful white woman who uh, who was a former Disney executive, an incredible leader. The, the things that she's done, I mean, her resume is amazing. And now she's out doing other things. I mean, she's uh, she works with the Philharmonic. She's just a, um, an arts philanthropist. And she created this thing called Feed the Need, understanding that right now during a pandemic, artists are starving. And we're not at the top of the list of people that, that the world wants to save at this point. You know, we're not first responders. But I think people are feeling the loss of arts in their community, mm-hmm. but not realizing that those who rely on the arts for their living are not making a living. So she decided to get with some vendors that she knew and some people who could uh, get a good volume of produce and she created Feed the Need. And she goes down to St. Luke's Church and she goes down to the plaza uh, live over on Bumby Mm -hmm. with tons of food. And she asks other artists to come out just to hold signs that say, we love you, we support you. This is how important the arts are to our community. Uh, And so I went down there for this experience and I was just a cheerleader but it was beautiful I mean the humility that it takes to drive into a place where you know you're going to get food from somebody right as a gift because you can't afford to feed yourself that's a moment unto itself but then when you see the way they respond to the love from all these folks holding signs and blowing kisses it was really it was a moving experience oh that's very cool and it wasn't just feeding the need of food it was feeding people's souls yeah and, I saw more people that I knew than I expected to yeah. in that line, which again caused me to step back and pause and say, there are people right in my own circles who are suffering you know, during these times. And someone like RK says, oh, I'm not going to just stand here and watch this. I'm going to step up and do something. And I think that's the, that's the big thing for me from this Feed the Need experience was seeing her just decide, I can't just sit here and watch my friends starve, my friends, you know, be unable to cope with what they can't have in life. I'm going to do something about it. And she did and does and continues to. Uh, And it's pretty cool, cool stuff. What I like about that, I mean, everything I like about that, but it's leaping in without going through this process like, well, you know, we need to help. So let's get a committee together and let's all agree (laughs) on what to do and let just do something that's the opposite of what rk is and again rk and i are both involved with a group called catalysts and it's a wide range of diverse professionals most of them in the not-for-profit many of them in the arts industries and she is always driving for action she's like i appreciate the talk but let's do something and she's one of those people we need that kind of people in the world yes we're ready shoot aim yeah and and so yes i i love that about it that it was a, a fast track it reminds me of the old um Lee Iacocca story, where uh, when he was running Ford, he had decided that he wanted uh, a convertible Mustang. 
He said, we're going to put a convertible Mustang out there. And the engineer said, hey, okay, that's great. We're going to take six months to develop the prototype and another six months to test that. And in a year, we're going to have the car you want. And Lee Iacocca said, no, I don't think you understand what I'm talking about. I want you to go out there in the showman, showroom and rip one of the ceilings off of one of those cars. Rip the roof off and make it now. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we're not we're not going to go through this, the whole process. We're just going to go do this. Yeah. You know, so I, I I respect that. Now, mind you, it comes with foibles, because if you if you are not really planning things before you do things, you're going to make more mistakes. But you're doing something while you're making those mistakes, so you're having an impact in addition to screwing up. The most important thing you can do is fail quickly. Ah, I like that. Yeah, because otherwise you're not going to get to the best iteration. Um, and sometimes you need that data of what is it going to look like? Let's rip the roof off of this Mustang to see if it looks good. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like we could look at all of the drawings. We could look at all the sketches and the blueprints and everything else. But until you really see one and maybe even drive around in it, yeah, you might see that, okay, this doesn't work for whatever reason. What did it cost us? One Mustang versus a year's worth of work and labor and going down a road and then employees potentially feeling like, well, we failed because nobody wants it now. Hey, it's Nick. Thank you so much for listening. I really like that story about the Mustang because it's a reminder that failing isn't bad, but failing fast is better. Take your idea or prototype or a community effort to help artists and get it out there quickly. Fix the things that don't work and improve what you're doing. Rip the ceiling off and see how it goes.